Tonight, we begin our 40-day journey of what's known as Lent. It's a time we stand in repentance and we reflect on the life of the Lord Jesus Christ and what He done on the cross. And we sorrow for where we've fallen short. He has a standard for man to live by and we've fallen short of it. And Lent is just a time to remember that, to be in repentance, that we, we are dust. But there is a mighty God, an everlasting God, an all-seeing and all-knowing God. And He wants men and women to come to Him. Um, so as we journey through these 40 days of Lent in repentance and reflection, I just want you to remember, though we are dust and ashes and we are sinners by nature, there's a little red line going right through our sin and our dust. And I want you to remember that red line as you go through these 40 days. Because you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. It will be He who protects you, He who watches over you, and He who will help you fulfill the commitment that you're making to Him tonight. Whatever the commitment is, this 40 days, He will bring you through it. So when you're really struggling, when you're really hurting, I want you to know He's there for you. He's there by His blood because He died and He rose again. I can think of no better place going through this journey these 40 days to base my journey on then Romans chapter 12 and the Apostle Paul saying prefer your brother to watch over your brother and to care for your brother this verse in verse 10 kind of holds together the first few verses of 1 through 9 and then the verses after that that Paul speaks about what a believer is supposed to do he says first of all to present yourselves a living sacrifice to God holy acceptable unto him he says, which is your reasonable service. So as you're going through this journey, you are to present your whole life, your body, everything you are to the Lord Jesus Christ because you belong to him. And Paul says, give your whole life to him for his honor and for his glory. That's no easy thing to do because we have to live in the world. We have to be around people that maybe don't believe like us, maybe talk different than us act different than us, maybe get on our nerves. But then he says to renew your mind. After you've given your whole life to the Lord Jesus Christ, he says renew your mind. He understands the journey that men and women go through to follow Christ. The only way to renew your mind is in the Word of God. How are you going to know the Lord Jesus Christ? How are you going to know that the trial you're in or what you're facing? Unless you get in His Word and study His Word. You won't know the mind of God or what he's asking you to do. Then he says to be humble. Why would he say that? Because he's about to say, after he says be humble, to go do the work in the church. He says God gives men and women gifts in the body of Christ. After you've dedicated your life to Christ, you've given your body to him. After you renewed your mind and your heart and you said, what do you want me to do? And he said, be humble. He says, go work in my church with whatever gifting you have, whatever he's laid on your heart to do in the body of Christ. He says, go and do it and be humble. And he says, when you do it, do it in love. Don't think that your gift is better than anybody else's gift. Or what you have to give to the church is better than anybody else's. He says we're all in this together. And it all needs to be done in brotherly love. 
We should always look to him and prefer our brother for the work of the church. So you separate your body. You dedicate yourself completely to God. You renew your mind in the word of God. You find out what God wants you to do. You do it with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And you don't judge your other brother or other sister saying, my gift is better than yours. Because he says we're all in it together for his glory. But then he says if to prefer your brother over somebody else. From verses 11 on, he says how you prefer your brother. He says, number one, do good at work. Do a good job in your workplace. He says, take care of the brethren. The brethren in the body of Christ who need help, who need strength, who need encouragement, who need visiting, whatever they need, he says, take care of the needs of your brothers and sisters in the body. And then he says, love no matter what. He says, love with all you got in your heart and your soul for your brother and your sister. Paul had every right to say these things because he knew what it was to go through bad times. He knew what it was to be talked down to. But he had dedicated his life to the Lord Jesus. And he would not fight with any man. He would prefer his brother over him. And then he goes on to say, when you love your brother and prefer your brother, he says, think about your enemy. He said, if your enemy's hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. Paul says all this because he says, in the end, it will be love that changes a person's life. It will be love that brings people to Jesus Christ. Paul knew he was a sinner, but he said, I think I'm doing God's business by going out and killing his Christians. And Christ appeared to him. And he says, what are you doing? He didn't say... You're a miserable, rotten rat of a sinner. He said, what are you doing, man? Why are you going out and hurting my people? And Paul says, who are you? He says, I'm the Lord Jesus. He says, now you're going to go blind. But when you go and pray, somebody's going to come and heal your eyes. And then I'm going to call you to a very hard ministry. And Paul says, I will go. It's always done in love. These 40 days, I know we love God. I know we love the Lord Jesus, but we can't see him. But the brother that we may not like too much in the church or the sister we may not like too much in the church that we want to talk bad about. That's a little different story because now we're face to face. If you've taken what I said serious on Sunday, you're in a hard journey. I'm in a hard journey. But we do it because Christ Jesus saved our souls he changed our lives and he made us new. And he remembered me. I was lost, undone. I was nothing. But the good God Almighty reached down and says, What are you doing? I love you. As you go through this journey these 40 days, when you receive your ashes, I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that God loves you. He will take care of you. You belong to him. Give your body to him. Give your mind to him. Give your work to him. Give it all to him and let him do a work in your life. And as he does the work in our lives, you will see the fruit of what you're doing. But I was thinking today, I don't want God to bless me because of my work that I do for him. I want him to bless the love. That I have for him. The love and care that. I love you Lord Jesus. 
You brought me out. You saved my soul. My family's doing okay. Everything's all right. Don't bless me because I work hard, God. Bless me because I love you with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And in the big scheme of life, that's all that really matters. Remember his love when you receive these ashes tonight. Remember what he done for you. You're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us take this journey together. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we, as a body of Christ, begin our journey tonight of Lent of these 40 days. We do repent of our sin where we've fallen short of your holiness and your goodness. And we do ask for forgiveness. We realize we're but dust. But we also know, God, that you sent your son to pay for all the evil things we've done. He did it on our behalf. Let us not forget in this journey how much you loved us and how much you care for us, Lord. That we would love our brother and our sister in the body of Christ in the same way that you loved us. I'm not asking you, Lord, to lift the burden that we're going to take. I'm asking you, Lord, to lead us through these 40 days that we draw closer to you and we would draw closer to one another. Hear this prayer, Lord, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.